conversations that speak to every color of who you are. This is Jen Tringale, and you're listening to the Jen Tringale Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Tringale. I hope that you are off to a fabulous summer and have some plans in the works to enjoy it. I am working on it myself. I am so delighted to be bringing you this month's podcast. It is in the same vein that really is what God has been speaking and birthing in my heart, and I believe that it is a word for all of us that call Jesus the Lord of our life. I believe it's what He's speaking to the body of Christ right now, and that is in everything that we do as believers to reach for more and fulfill His purpose for our life and go higher and higher and build wider and wider, that God is calling us to go deep. In this month's podcast, I'm bringing you a message that I shared last month about going deep, not just why it's necessary, but what it looks like in our everyday lives and what it means we have to sort through as people who desire to fulfill God's purpose for our life. So sit back and enjoy this message on developing the deep in you. Starting around the middle of 2022, I kept hearing the Spirit of God say as I was traveling around the nation and the nations, I just want the room back. I just, I just want the room back. Because there's things that He wants to do and only He can do in us and for us when He gets the room. So I just want to do my part to give Him the room. So can we just... Go before the Lord in prayer just to agree and align ourselves with whatever he wants to do and say. Father, we just come before you and we thank you for the preciousness of your presence. Father, we want to honor all of the faith and the stamina and the prayer that it has taken to establish this work and to bring it this far. We thank you, God, for all of the faith victories that have brought us here. But, Father, this morning, today, right now, we are here at this place, even in what you called us to do in our own lives. And so, Father, we just come before you and we ask you to take your place. We step into the blueprint of heaven, of what you've ordained for this time. Lord, some way, somehow, you got all of us here, and you have things that you want to say, but things you must say unto us. So, Holy Spirit, we ask for the prophetic wind of your spirit to take the words that come out of my mouth and custom tailor those words that by the time they reach every individual ear, it will be exactly what they need to hear for the time that they are right now in. I ask you, God, that you would break things open in a fresh way, in a way that only the hammer of your word can do. Break up ground that's been hard, that would not yield. We say yield in Jesus' name. 
Lord, we give you permission right now. And I just invite you to make this the cry of your heart this morning, those of you that are here and are watching online. God, I give you permission to come and invade the privacy of my heart. And I give you permission to, if necessary, rearrange the landscape of my life to put me into position for what you have right now for this time that we are in. We give you permission to do it and we ask you for it. We thank you, Holy Spirit, for your anointing that's here to change us. In the precious name of Jesus and everyone said, Amen, amen. Well, if you brought your Bibles or your smartphones with your Bible app, um, I'm just going to have you put your eyes on Psalms 42. And I'm going to just use this as sort of a jumping off place, even though it's familiar portion of Scripture to many of us, for what I hear God saying for us this morning. And I want to just say this, and I'm so grateful to stand in a place to do what God, whatever my portion is that he's called me to do. It's important to know how God uses you. Amen. And um, if there's one thing I know, I know that I'm not a pastor. And um, I'm not a a shepherd, per se, although I, I do have that hard in me, having served on pastoral staff for a number of years. But predominantly what God called me to do when he called me to do what I'm doing now is to allow the Spirit of God to use me to move people forward, to move people forward. And the mandate that he gave me, he said, Jen, I'm calling you to speak to my plan and purpose, my destiny within the heart of a person, my destiny upon a a church, a house, a ministry, my destiny upon a city, a state, even a nation. And how many of you know that you don't necessarily start out with nations, but if you're faithful, he'll take you there. And we've watched him do that. So this word this morning is really something I believe God wants to use to move us forward. Psalms 42 in verse 7 simply says, deep calls to deep. At the roar of your waterfalls, all of your breakers and your waves have gone over me. Preceding that verse, the psalmist begins to speak about coming to the house of the Lord with the people of God in great joy, in great praise, in exaltation, And all of the demonstrations and the sounds, how many of you know that praise has a sound? And all the expressions of that, and he talks about the call to come in these high praises of God and and joy and the celebration of who God is. And right before he gets to this verse, he paints this picture that this is what we've been engaged in, coming in for these high places in God. And he gets to the end of it, And the psalmist hits this place and he paints this picture of almost saying, and yet there's something wanting. As we reach for the high places of God, something, 
He's saying essentially is amiss. Something's missing. There's something still. There's something even yet. There's a, but wait, there's more coming out of the heart of God. And it's out of that kind of going, what is it? God, what is it? What we're doing is a good thing. But what is it? And the Spirit of God inspires the psalmist David to get to verse 7. And he said, here it is. The thing is, even though there's a high place, the Spirit of God says, but I'm calling you to a deep place. And there is a deep in the Spirit of God that's calling upon the deep of you, church. Because many voices would rally around you even in your own life and what you do ministerially and what you do vocationally in your life at the age you are, this should be happening and you should be reaching for this and you should be doing this and you're capable of that. And don't you know, I mean, it's ripe for the taking. Go for it. Come on, build high, build wide, build high, build wide. Reach for it. But something of the Spirit of God says, that's not where my call is. The deep in me is calling for the deep of you. I believe this is what's happening in the body of Christ right now. You know, we look at our world, as Kathy said, and, and the world is desperate for answers. The world is desperate for the power that we claim to be the possessors of. But if we know the book and we're honest, the reason that there's not manifestations of power like we know them to be is because there's not authority and the reason there's not authority is because there's not obedience. And we want to skip the dying part. The depth part. No, we cannot. And we want to see the high places in the book and have a rally for it. What did God say? He said, um, Jesus said, and when he comes, will he find faith in the earth? What is faith without obedience? I would say you could have a form of faith and deny the power thereof. And I know this is our kind of first session together and we're kind of cutting to the quick, but it's Pastor Russ's birthday and he's a wild man of truth. Go for the jugular, he says. When I'm done, we'll have Kathy come up and sing Beauty and the Beast, and then we'll all feel better. <laughs> Cue it up, Moosh. Cue it up. Tale as old as time. Tale as old as time. I just don't know, as a lifelong church kid raised in church believer, how many robust expressions of faith I'm going to go through. Wondering if it's really going to come out 
without getting my face in the carpet and back in the book and saying, God, where, where is it? Because the problem isn't with you. We don't have a power problem with you. And I know my authority in Christ. And I know greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. But is the greater one that's in me really Lord of my life? Or is that just in title only? And the writer writes, we've, we've had all these calls to the house, these rallies and these high praises. And we've called and God's been in our midst. And yet something is missing and God's saying it's in the deep so there I am in Nashville Tennessee where I live and it's um, January 1st the first day of 2023 and um, I was off the road that day and so I attended church that morning as you should do as a minister of the gospel, or just a Christian. <laughs> and um, praise and worship had ended, and um, I was gathering my, my things, and I reached down to get my Bible, and all of a sudden, the word of the Lord came to me. And I've only had the Lord speak to me one other time this emphatically in my entire walk with the Lord. And the way he spoke to me was so profound that I, I was not sure if it was audible or not. And, and as I was reaching down to get the, my Bible, I, this is what I heard. I heard the Spirit of God speak this word, emerge. And I paused, and here it came again, emerge. And the tone of it, I'm trying to replicate because it was so loud and exacting. It would, it would be as if where you're sitting right now, someone came and whispered in your ear and said, get up. That was the tone of him speaking that word to me. And one last time, the third time, I heard him say it again, emerge. So I... I looked around to see and recognizing it was God talking to me, I reached for my notebook and I carry one of those little black moleskin notebooks. And I reached in my purse to get it and as I did to write it down, the Holy Spirit began to say more. And this is what he said. In 2023, speak to seeds planted in the deep and call them to emerge. Speak to seeds planted in the deep and call them to emerge. So I'm just going to lay some things out prophetically about that. Number one, there are things of you and your life and your calling that you are destined to be and do, but they are in the deep of you and the shallows are not going to bring it forth. There are things planted in the deep of this house and this plan that God is preparing you, preparing you to get to so that those seeds can come forth, but they are not in the shallow places. And all of us, we could stay and live Christian faith lives 
and do it out of the shallow place. You know why? Because if we all took a truth pill this morning, we could all say there was seasons in our life where we've done it. Kathy already spoke to it this morning. The facades of Christian living have to fall. And you all, we all know, we're the only ones. You and the Spirit of God are the only ones that know because it looks right and godly and even spiritual. And, but there's no power in it. How long will we claim to be who we are without the demonstration of the power? And how many more prayer times are we going to have asking him to come down when he already did? And he's saying, what's the point? Because if I rain my presence, does the water really get to the depth of you? Or are you bringing a spiritual facade to me? Because I'll rain down on it all I can, but it's not the real you. And he calls us to the deep to say, don't you know, woman of God? Don't you know, man of God? Seasoned man of God, young man of God? Don't you know that I already know the depth of you? And I'm still waiting on it. It's amazing how much God does with what we give him. Listen, it's amazing how much God has done with me with what I've given him in the past. It's amazing. But what can God do with his remnant? With all of me. What can he do if he never gets my nonverbal answer? Of God, it's just not convenient, and I'm not ready to give that up. I'm not ready to go there. I'm not ready to deal with that. When Jesus met with that woman at the well that everybody likes to condemn because of what she did, you know, really, she's symbolic of his bride. She's not symbolic of a sinner. She was symbolic of us. Everybody likes to point the finger. It's so awful, the things she's done. We all know it's so terrible. That's just a sin we don't, you know, you can't, I mean, you're just, you're going to have to live plan B for the rest of your life because it's so terrible. Bless your heart. It's sure just... You're the, I mean, you're bad. You're the worst. I mean, Jesus died for you. Because you obviously need it. The things you've done. Ugh. She was just running from one thing after another. Trying to. She really was a symbolic of his bride. And what did Jesus say? He didn't condemn her. He said, what is wrong with you? 
He said, you know what the Father wants? I'm not here to talk to you about your perfection. You know what the Father wants? He would just love it if his bride would come in spirit and in truth so that he could get to the depths of you and bring the depths of who he is out of the depths of who you are. You talk about a demonstration of power. Whenever you have genuine sacrifice on the altar, you have fire. And when he knows that in our heart of hearts, we're deciding what we're going to give and not willing to acknowledge the places that we're not, and then we cut off the part we're going to give and we make a big deal out of that, and we come and we worship, we cry, and we go, and he still doesn't even condemn us then, but the whole time he's going, you're only cheating yourself. You're just giving yourself a form and still denying the power of my ability to transform you. The bride of Christ that he is addressing and dealing with for this time is in the midst of a generation of making a magnificent eruption. Because there is a remnant that is disgusted enough with what we've been doing that we will push past it and go, I, I know the high places are there, and I'm, and I'm wanting to get there too, but not before I go deep. My hope is that this word has pulled you to places on the inside of you that are present and there and waiting for you, but require a sifting and a sorting through. You know, one of the things that I've discovered really over the course of 2023 is that living out of the depths of who God made you to be is a daily choice. There's something about sifting through everything in the shallows and deciding to live out of the depth of your heart. When you do, God does what he promised to do. He meets us there. And that is where the exchange of the depths of God begin to transfer into the depths of you. I want to pray this word over you. And as I do, I just want to invite you to ask the Holy Spirit to come and help you sift and sort through your own intimacy with Him. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you look at your own reckoning with how you live and the place that you live out of. You know, the thing about this particular word that I believe God is speaking is that it's not so much about how-tos and a message as it is about a place, a place that he's inviting us to contend for, to push for. He's marking it on the map in front of us and he's saying, shoot for this, shoot for the depths. And it's gonna take humility 
and it's going to take a reckoning and it's going to take a great deal of honesty, but it's going to birth power and authority in your life. Let me pray this over you now. Father, we thank you for this place and places that you're calling us to, that you love us enough to require the truth of us and the depths of us, and that hidden in the deep of us are all of these seeds, these plans, these purposes that you put inside of us, God, that will only come forth out of this deep place of intimacy with you. Holy Spirit, would you be the truth guide that you are and walk each one of us through it? Lord, many of us, it feels overwhelming. Even as I said, God, some of us need to be reintroduced to our own selves. And there's no one better to do it than you, the one that made us in the first place. And would you, Spirit of Truth, come and walk us into intimacy and authenticity in a way that we've never encountered it, even in our born-again walk with you. Holy Spirit, we pray that it would breed the power and the authority that the Father has given us that we would walk in it to serve those that we encounter, that we would serve the culture we're living in, serve the generation that we are a part of, serve the world that we were born into, not with who we are, but with who you are in us. And we thank you for it, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether you are a longtime listener or brand new to the podcast, can I just say welcome in my heart that this would continue to be a word in due season, a tool on your path of destiny, that it would help you to emerge, engage, and lock in with the true you that God designed you to be. My hope is that we can continue to be that blessing to you. So I invite you, visit the website for more at gentringale.com. There you're going to find more videos that are free, the more podcasts are there, blogs, and then there's also books and resources that you can tap into to further you on the path of destiny. Well, we'll see you back here next time. Enjoy the summer months. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.